Allahu Akbar Allahu Akbar Allahu Akbar Allahu Akbar أشهد أن لا إله إلا Sirratalladina anamtallahim 
In the name of Allah, the Beneficent, the Merciful, I bear witness that there is no God but Allah, and I bear witness that Muhammad is his messenger. Assalamu alaikum, my dear brothers and sisters, and once again, Ramadan Mubarak. This is your brother, Abdul Mutakir Muhammad, welcoming you to our humble Ramadan prayer line. We thank Allah for the wonderful opportunity to fast during this month of Ramadan. We thank the many guest speakers who have come on these lines thus far. Oh, brothers and sisters, we thank you for being with us, and we pray that your time with us will be beneficial to our growth and development as believers in Allah. We were blessed yesterday to hear from our beloved brother and friend, Brother Abdul Akbar Muhammad, who shared with us some of the amazing history of the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan's World Friendship Tour. One point that he made, he spoke of when they were traveling to Russia. There was a Russian gentleman who asked for a ride, and the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan, in short, granted the brother's request. However, when they were approaching Russia, the air traffic controller said that they did not speak English, which is the universal language of the air traffic control. I shudder to think what would have happened or could have happened had not the Allah guided our beloved minister to give the Russian gentleman a ride because Brother Akbar and the staff brought the gentleman up who spoke Russian. And what he said was when the gentleman began to speak Russian, all of a sudden the air traffic controllers began to speak English. Brothers and sisters, we listen to these stories or the stories of our beloved Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, and how Allah guided him to establish Islam, despite those who stood in his, in his way. And these stories increase our faith as believers. For us here in North America, it is these real-time stories from Brother Akbar and others of the Honorable Elijah Muhammad and the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan that increases our faith and shows us that Allah is with them in their establishment of Islam here in North America. So we thank Allah for blessing us to hear from our beloved brother Akbar yesterday, and we thank Allah for our guest speaker today. And I ask you to go to SoundCloud because I'm not doing no justice to what he gave us yesterday. So please go to SoundCloud and hear the words of our beloved brother, brother Akbar. And as we prepare for our program, let me bring him on uh, uh, with you, our beloved and brother, brother and friend who will take us further into our program, Brother Abdul Akbar Muhammad. Brother Akbar. Assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum salam, sir. Bismillah rahman rahim In the name of Allah, the beneficent, the merciful, I bear witness there is no God but Allah, and I bear witness that Muhammad is his messenger. I would like to once again greet our brothers and sisters, Ramadan Mubarak, 
and uh, I hope that our sound today is much better. Um, you have to, we, we have to apologize yesterday for the low volume, and many people were called and they couldn't hear it. Um, can you hear me today? Brother Akbar, you're coming in loud and clear this morning, sir. <laughs> All praise is due to Allah. Um, first, I want to thank Allah for blessing me to be on this wonderful prayer line. And uh, while I'm here in Africa, it's given me time to think about the impact of the line, and it really is unbelievable. Um, some years ago, I read a book called Growing Up X by uh, Ilyasha Shabazz. And in it, she has a section about uh, Ramadan, what the girls did in their home during Ramadan. And it was a time of a lot of joy, um, where they, how they played and they ate, and their mother looked out for them and gave them Islamic lessons. And as I said the other morning, your children will remember Ramadan. Uh, they will remember the special Ramadan, the special time. And it's a special time for all Muslims all over the world in a time of great uncertainty. The Muslims are trying with the problems of the world to make their fast. Um, many years ago, a writer was writing, his name was Erdman Binyard. He was writing about what he called the voodoo cult. He was writing about the nation of Islam. And uh, he saw the change that the impact of what Master Fahd Muhammad taught the Honorable Elijah Muhammad made in their life. And it's almost like the story of Sekou Touré, who wanted to make a new man or woman uh, from the old stock that they had and what the colonial master did to them in West Africa. He was trying to make a new man. So it was in North America. The teachings of the Honorable Elijah Muhammad made us a new people, and Erdman Vineyard recorded it and said that uh, when they went into their homes, inspected their homes, or talked to them, they found that their homes were very clean. Uh, they were clean. They were well-dressed, well-mannered. And it was like shaping a new man. Many leaders in the world have attempted to do that in terms of reshaping their people's thinking and what they do. Uh, you can start with the big country, China. That's what Mao tried to do. And the world of Islam has experienced the change brought about from the time of the Prophet. When he began to teach in Mecca, peace be upon him, uh, he was changing the course of the life of those individuals who accepted uh, Islam. And today's world, you can see it clearly. In Pakistan, in Pakistan, became known as the land of the pure as they tried to make the people pure in their faith. Uh, another country, when I drove through this country, may Allah bless my daughter, the last trip I made with her in Africa, uh, Samaya, we drove through the country of Burkina Faso. And in that country, the name had been changed to Burkina Faso, and the leadership wanted a country of pure people, changing the people. And so during this Ramadan that we look forward to, some of us struggle with it, some of us love the challenge of Ramadan, and uh, in this challenge, it helps to make us a new people. 
I want to introduce a brother, a speaker, an imam. His family brought him up in the nation of Islam. They were members of the nation of Islam on the West Coast. And as any other father or mother, as you grow up in Islam, you want to see your children do the best. You want to see your children make a contribution to what you believe in. And Imam Suleiman has made that. He's the imam of the Atlanta Masjid, a very big progressive uh, masjid in uh, Atlanta, Georgia. His rearing in the nation of Islam gave him the discipline and the love of the people that he's been able to do an unbelievable job at that mosque, and we have great respect for him. He, he has great respect for the nation of Islam and its leadership, the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. And I'm happy to welcome him to this air, this beautiful prayer line. Brother Imam, if you're there, go right ahead. Yes, sir. We begin with Allah's name, the merciful, benefactor, the merciful, redeemer. Praises for Allah, and we send prayers and peace upon his messenger, Muhammad. Uh, I want to first uh, begin by extending the greetings to you all. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Can you hear me okay, Brother Akbar? Yes, sir, brother, brother Imam. You come in very quickly. You can speak a little louder, but you come in very well. Bismillah. Alhamdulillah. So, again, I want to extend the greetings, and I want to uh, really uh, give thanks uh, and an honor. Uh, it's always an honor for me uh, to share with my community, to share with our people. Uh, brother uh, Akbar, whenever I see his call, I know it's something great. <laughs> and he he called me the other day, uh, and it was on WhatsApp. You know, folks who do international dealings, you know that that's probably somebody in another country. When I see his number again, I know that there's something excellent going to happen. So I want to thank him, uh, Dr. Nisa, Islam, and all of the others. Uh, we want to, and, and our minister, uh, the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan, for having the vision for this prayer line for us during the month of Ramadan. So that's first, alhamdulillah. Uh, and my focus, I want to give us a tool. I'm going to share with us a tool. And when I say tool, what does that mean? That means that that's something that you use, something that you actually utilize in your life. Anybody who knows me and has heard me teach before or share before know that we always want to be practical, something that you can use in your life. And this tool is going to help us be more excellent Muslims. That's number one, what I'm going to share. It's going to help us serve Allah in a more excellent manner and in a more pleasing manner to him. This tool is going to help us be more refined, going to help us be more real in our consciousness and our regardfulness for Allah and really live into this concept of taqwa, which we know is the goal of what we're doing in our fasting in this month of Ramadan. That tool is ihsan. That's the concept. That's this idea. That's this characteristic, ihsan, which is all often defined as excellence. All right? So be with me. Ihsan, it is excellence. And it's a characteristic. This is something that we should really pay attention to. It's one of the characteristics, and there's, there's a few of these, 
that we find in Quran that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala highly glorified is he, he says he loves this. And whenever we see these characteristics, whenever we see these things in Quran that Allah says he loves, we should do our best to rush, to hasten to try and enlive them and, 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 and invite them in ourselves. He says in Quran, Inna Allah yuhibbul muhsineen, that Allah loves and it's often translated as the doers of good. You all know this ayah. Allah loves the doers of good. But I'm giving us a more expansive translation here, that Allah loves those who are the doers of excellence. Allah loves those who are the doers of excellence. Put that in your mind. It's more than just good. Ihsan are those who go above what is just average. It is those who strive to do better and more than what they are used to doing. It is those who improve upon whatever the state that I was in or, 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 or am trying for, working to do a little bit more than that, to be a little bit more an excellent Allah. He says he loves those, and we should all be striving for Ihsan. We should all be striving to be improving, to be more excellent in our service to Allah and our worship to Allah and our ibadah, which we know as Muslims is our whole life. The whole life of the Muslim is in service to Allah, and we want to be in this month and in this time striving in this concept again of ihsan, of being more excellent, this tool. This is our life tool today. And we know this tool too from that famous tradition, that famous hadith that we all know, that tradition of Muhammad the Prophet, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, known as Hadith of Jibreel, Hadith of Jibreel or Gabriel. You all know this. I'm not telling you anything new. And that's when Angel Jibreel came to the Prophet, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, when he was sitting with his companions, you all remember, and he asked the Prophet some questions. He asked the Prophet to tell me what is Islam, and the Prophet answered him. You all remember this? And he told the Prophet to tell me what is Iman, what is faith, and the Prophet answered him as to what that was. And then the last of those questions, he said, Tell me what Ihsan is. Tell me what excellence is. And I'm getting a little ahead, but at the end of it, you all remember he said that this was Jibril, and he came to, tell, to teach you your religion. So this characteristic of excellence and living Ihsan, it is actually one of the parts of Islam that we should all be living into. And what was the answer as to what Ihsan was? Remember what the Prophet said, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said, Al-Ihsan, an ta'abudullah, ka'annaka tarahu, fa'in lam takun tarahu, fa'innahu yiraq. He said that this Ihsan, that this excellence is to serve Allah like you see him is to worship Allah like you see him. And surely you don't see him. It can be translated as, and if you don't see him, surely he sees you. Think about that. It's to serve Allah like you see him. And if you don't see him, he sees you. Now don't go in the rabbit hole about seeing Allah and this and that. You'll be distracted from what we're talking about. We all agree that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sees us. Is that right? We all agree on that. We all agree of what the Prophet, peace be upon him, said, that Allah sees me. 
And this is how we should be living our lives, brothers and sisters. This is how we should be going about conscious and aware and knowing that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, highly glorified is he, he sees me in everything that I do. And so that should make me be a little bit better, be a little bit more excellent in, in, in my work and in my dealings. It's like if you work on a job for somebody, right? And if your manager is there, if your, or, or, or if your squad leader is there, or the captain is there, something, you, you know you're going to be on it, right? You're going to be a little bit more better. You're going to be a little bit more refined because you know that they are watching you. Now, how about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? How should I be knowing that we are always in the gaze of Allah? There is never a moment. There is never a time that we're outside of the, of the eye of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So how much more excellent should we be in our striving? How much more excellent should we be in our living? And this, this, this pillar of fasting, of saum, siyam, that we're engaged in in this month of Ramadan, it helps me uh, uh, live into this ihsan. How is that? It helps me live into Ihsan, live into this excellence, because this intimate act, this, this intimate act of fasting that's just between you and Allah, and we know that other tradition, that Allah says all of the deeds are for the children of Adam except fasting, that's mine, and I will reward it. Remember this tradition? Meaning what? We can pray, and I could front and act like I'm holy, and everybody say, oh, mashallah, look at that sister, look at the brother with their wonderful prayers. And I could pay my zakat and make it rain, and everybody be impressed about how I, you know, threw the money on the table and, and, and be fronting. Uh, and, and I could make hot and all of that, and people see me. But with, with this act of fasting, nobody knows but Allah. So I have to be excellent in that. And so this, uh, because it, I'm trying to please him, I'm only doing it for the pleasure of Allah. So this act assists me in being more excellent and being more uh, diligent and, and again, Again, going above and beyond so that I'm working for the pleasure of Allah. This is one of the tools that we should be living in our lives as Muslims. I want you to take this tool, brothers and sisters. I want you to be a muhsin. I want you to be a muhsina. Be a Muslim man of excellence. Be a Muslim woman of excellence in everything that you do. In everything that you do. When you make your wudu, make your wudu with insan with excellence. When you make your salat, make your salat with excellence. Like Allah is seeing you. When you pay your zakat, do it with excellence. Your umrah, your hajj, all of that with excellence, knowing that Allah is watching you and you want to be in the best form that is pleasing to him with ihsan. This is, the time for slacking is over. (laughs) The time for being average and just doing enough to get by. Allah is watching you, what you do, so we should all be striving to be more excellent and and, and to be our best. SubhanAllah, and I'm almost finished. Considering, as I said in the beginning, that this is something that Allah loves. He loves when we are being excellent and doing our best. And consider that ayah. Consider that ayah. Consider that verse from Surah Rahman. What does he say? We know the verse. He says, Bismillahir Rahman Rahim, Hal Jaza'u Ihsan illa al Ihsan. And they translate it, Is the reward uh, 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 for good anything but good? You all know this ayah. 
is the reward for good, anything but good, meaning but, but we have a greater definition now, is the reward for excellence, anything but excellence. If I am putting out excellent work, if I am putting out excellent worship, the reward that I receive from my Lord, the reward that we'll receive from Allah will be excellence. If I'm engaging my family, if I'm engaging the world and my community and our works and our laboring and our striving with excellence, the return and the results will be nothing but excellent. So Ihsan, that's our principle. And as we move forward in this month of Ramadan, we've already got through the first third 11 day, 10, 12 day, wherever we started, let's go into these next uh, sections and these next portion of this month with Ihsan, with excellence, with Allah is our aim, his pleasure is our goal, and ensuring that we are living conscious and aware that we are under the eye of Allah and we want him to be pleased with us in everything that we do, inshallah. Again, I am honored and pleased to be with you all on this prayer line today. Uh, we pray that Allah accepts our efforts that we do sincerely for him, that he accepts our fasting, he accepts our standing, he accepts our work, uh, and that we can continue to be pleasing service to Allah. Alhamdulillah. Wassalatu wassalam ala Muhammad. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you, Brother Imam Suleiman. Thank you for this wonderful tool, Isan. And thank you for your words today. I have to say, Brother Imam, I'm sitting here, and your words just watered my soul. Thank you for your words with us this morning. All praises are due to Allah. Thank you. Now, brothers and sisters, we will ask our brother to give us the hadith of the day, Brother Jalil. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Alhamdulillah, we praise Allah because Allah is worthy of our praise. And we thank Allah because Allah is worthy to be thanked. And we seek Allah's help from the evil of our bad deeds and the consequences of those bad deeds. Whomever Allah guides, that person is in really, really good shape. He's secure because no one will be able to misguide that person. However, whomever Allah leaves wandering aimlessly without guidance, there's no one or anything that could guide that person to write. What a regrettable position to be in. I bear witness that there is nothing worthy of worship but Allah. He's God all by himself. He has no partner. He has no equal. And I buttress that point proudly by saying that Muhammad ibn Abdullah is his servant, his messenger, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, the best book, the brothers and sisters, Bank on it, bank on it, bank on it is the book of Allah. And the best guidance comes from Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Every made-up thing in this religion is a going astray, and every going astray shall lead to the hellfire. May Allah protect us this day and all the days of our lives. I mean. We thank Allah for another day of fasting. We thank Allah for another day of praying. We thank Allah for another day of standing, and we thank Allah for another day of our sacrifice in many forms. And we thank Allah for Imam Suleiman's words today, words that we should drink in and ponder over and reflect on. During the time of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, 
a woman came to the Messenger of Allah, sallallahu alayhi seeking guidance, seeking nasiha. The word nasiha means advice. And she complained to him, dear brothers and sisters, about her husband. And the complaint was straightforward. She told the Prophet ﷺ that my husband invites too many guests to my house, and I become agitated and weary from preparing food for them and hosting them all the time. The Prophet ﷺ listened to her intently, but he did not answer, and he walked away. Sometime later, the Messenger of Allah ﷺ called the woman's husband and said, I will be your guest in your home tonight. The man was overjoyed, filled with sheer excitement. He immediately ran home and told his wife, the Prophet of Allah is coming over to be our guest tonight. And upon hearing the news, the wife, too, was ecstatic. And she was bustling with joy. And she started spending her time and her efforts preparing all the food they had in their house, waiting for the arrival of this most honored guest, the Prophet of Allah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And true enough, dear brothers and sisters, the Prophet, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, showed up. And there was nothing but joy throughout the house. And they hosted the Messenger of Allah generously and concluded the meal. Upon conclusion of the meal, dear brothers and sisters, the Prophet Sallallahu asked the husband to come over to his position of sitting down. He told him, sit down right here next to me. And he said, after I leave, tell your wife to watch the door from which I leave your home. The husband was somewhat puzzled, and he said, okay. So sure enough, dear brothers and sisters, the Messenger of Allah, sallallahu alayhi wa got up and walked out of the door. <clears throat> and the wife started watching the Messenger of Allah, sallallahu alayhi wa walk out the door with great anticipation. And lo and behold, dear brothers and sisters, she began to see all kind of creatures and scorpions and other harmful cute creatures leaving the house behind the message of Allah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And upon seeing it, she fainted with anxiety all throughout her heart because she had witnessed something that she had never seen before. When she came upon her senses, the message of Allah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, said to her, this is what happens when the guest leaves your home with all kinds of harm and trials and tribulations and harmful creatures departing from your home. And that is the wisdom and that is the guidance that I seek to dispense to you today behind being generous to one's guests, becoming weary in doing just that. Dear brothers and sisters, there's nothing better than receiving guidance from the Prophet Solomon. He said, if Allah wants good for people, he sends them a gift. They asked him, what kind of gift? 
or the message of Allah, he said the gift is the guest that comes with his own provision and leaves with the sins of the people of the house. So, dear brothers and sisters, know that the guest is the way to paradise. I pray that we all take heed to this guidance coming from the messenger of Allah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, and never become weary and and hosting the slaves of Allah, the servants of Allah. Never become agitated in doing one good deed, increasing your good deeds over your bad deeds. Meditate on this during these few days of Ramadan so that it can propel you to a new trajectory coming out of Ramadan. As-salamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaykum salam, Brother Jalil. Thank you for that hadith of the day, sir. All praises are due to Allah. We will now ask our sister to give us the fast fact. Denisa reports, Sister Nisa. Yes, sir. As-salamu alaykum. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. In the name of Allah, the Beneficent, the Merciful. I bear witness there's no God but Allah, and I bear witness Muhammad is his messenger. Our fast fact of the day is, Ramadan is the month of mercy, not the month of perfection. We may strive for perfection, but we will fail. We will make colossal mistakes, we will hurt people, we will mess stuff up, and we will think all is lost, but it is not. We may think we are frauds or fake just because people want to define us by our lowest moments in life or the worst of us that they are exposed to. Don't believe the hype. Allah creates neither frauds nor fakes. We are his divine creation's purpose to do the will of Allah. He knows we are not perfect and wants us to seek him for forgiveness whenever we can. Allah has no use for perfect people, and perfect people have little use for Allah to worship. So remember, our fast fact of the day is Ramadan is the month of mercy, not the month of perfection. All perfect people can leave right now. Since the beginning of Ramadan, we've had thousands of live listeners and thousands more listen to our replays from all around the world. The countries listening include Saudi Arabia, the Netherlands, Kuwait, and Mexico. Welcome to all our listeners, and we thank Allah over and over for the opportunity to serve. And thank you to everyone who has given to the Ramadan Relief Fund. It is not too late. You can give too. If you need help, please email us at info at ramadanprayerline.com. We are reviewing requests this weekend, and we will be responding soon. You can listen to our replays also by going to soundcloud.com and searching for Ramadan Prayer Line, all one word. You can hear every presentation Iman Suleiman has done and all of your favorites. And I just want to personally thank Iman Suleiman because, whew, he was on it this morning. Thank you so much for listening. Our guest tomorrow is Sister Hope Copeland. Remember, Islam is not the problem. Islam is the answer. As-salamu alaykum. Rakhmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaykum salam, Sister Nisa. Thank you for the fast back in the Nisa report. Brothers and sisters, some of us on, on our reading are on day 11 and some are on day 12. Those who are reading on day 11, our reading starts with chapter 9, verse 94, through chapter 11, verse 5. Surah 9, ayat 94, through Surah 11, ayat 5. Those of us that are reading on day 12, our reading starts with chapter 11, verse 6, through chapter 12, verse 52. Surah 11, ayat 6, 
through Surah 12, Ayat 52. This point, at this point, we will ask our brother, Brother Shaheed, would he close us with prayer, Brother Shaheed? Assalamu alaikum. Believers, let us close with prayer. Qul a'udhu billahi min Say, I seek refuge in Allah against the accursed Satan. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Ar-Rahmanirrahim. Maliki yawmiddin. Iyaka na'budu wa iyaka nasta'in. Iqdina sirata al-mustaqeen. Sirata al-ladina an'amda alayhim. غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين. O Allah, you alone do we worship, and to you we pray and bow down prostrate. To you we hasten to worship and to serve. Our hope is for your mercy, and we fear your punishment. Surely your punishment of the disbelievers is at hand. O Allah, we seek your help and your forgiveness. And we praise you beneficently. We do not deny you when we believe in you. We surrender to you and renounce whoever disbelieves in you. Rabbana atina fi dunya hassanatan wa fil aqirati hassanatan wa qina azab al-nar. Ameen. Ameen. Thank you, Brother Shaheed, for your prayers with us this morning. Brothers and sisters, as we close, let us continue to have, as the Honorable Minister Farrakhan has asked us, a blessed Ramadan. Let us have a peaceful Ramadan. May this Ramadan bring us closer to Allah, and may this Ramadan bring us closer to each other. On behalf of our guest speaker this morning, our beloved brother, Brother Imam Suleiman, and his family, and we thank him for his words and all the believers there in the Atlanta messages. And if, if you hit that wall, you're kind of feeling a little something because we're going into these next 10 days of Ramadan. Thank you, Brother Imam, for it, injecting us with a new spirit. Thank you. On behalf of the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan and his family, and we thank him and all that he has done and is doing. On behalf of the Executive Council of the Nation of Islam and their families, and we thank Allah for each and every one of them and all that they are doing. On behalf of the ministers, the imams throughout this country that are spreading this mighty word of Islam, we thank Allah for each and every one of you. On behalf of my co-host, Brother Akbar, Sister Nisa, Brother Jalil, Brother Shaheed, and the mighty, mighty tech staff, and on behalf of each and every one of you and all of those who have worked to establish Islam throughout this world, let me leave you all with the greeting words of peace. Inshallah, we'll be talking again Tomorrow, Assalamu alaikum. Subhanallah, walhamdulillah, wala ilaha illallah, wallahu akbar, wala hawla, wala quwwata illa billahi al-aliyil azim. Glory be to Allah, all praise to Allah, there is no God but Allah, 